What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy Graham, also known as Hamhawks42 on the internet, and today we are doing another episode of Overthinking MTG, where I go onto gatherer.com, click on that random card button, and we take a look at whatever comes up, and I talk about whatever comes to mind, uh, which oftentimes relates to the fundamentals of the game, the mechanics, how um, some of the history, other cards that it reminds me of, humorous anecdotes, all, all that fun stuff. Um, if you are new to the game of Magic the Gathering, I am more than happy to... Uh, talk about the i do my best to discuss these elements um so that they're accessible to anybody regardless of your level of experience with the game that is an aspiration of mine um and let me know how i'm doing i appreciate that all right so anyway let's get into it all right today we are looking who all right this is going to be an interesting one guys so today we are looking at Aven Mind Sensor. And the reason that I say this is interesting is not that the Aven Mind Sensor itself is particularly interesting. No, I say that this is going to be interesting because the particular frame that we're looking at here is actually from, It's a. It, this is a unique uh, card frame. I don't remember exactly what set this is, but um, this is, yeah, this is something else. So actually, it's funny that this particular frame shows up. So, okay, the Aven Mind Sensor itself, let's, I'm sorry, I'm getting... The, the frame that we're looking at for this card, and when I say the frame, what I'm referring to is the elements of the card that are surrounding it. I'm, so the, the elements of the card that are not the, um, you know, not the artwork, not the text box, but all the pieces around the border. So, and I don't necessarily just mean the black border around the edges. I mean, the, everything that is surrounding the data that we use to play the game. All right, so Aven Mind Sensor, it is two and one white. And if you're wondering where the hell did I see that, it's actually on these little pips that, that are actually like they're uh right here oddly enough um in the upper left hand left hand corner not the upper right hand corner where we usually look for the mana cost um and then it's not even in the corner it's actually just it's tucked below the the header um tucked below the title which is weird and in the upper left hand corner there's actually a small icon and that icon corresponds with the type of card that it is because this is a creature it's showing this little like cloth scratch marks and that is an indication of what anyway um yeah this was an interesting attempt on wizard's part of creating a new card frame and i gotta say i personally don't care for it but teach their own if you really dig this cool so the even mind sensor itself so i've talked enough about the frame it's unique it's interesting um there's actually a youtube video out there um by a gentleman who goes by well the channel on youtube is called ristic studies he actually did a full deep dive into the different card frames over the years and he's got a few words on this one it's actually really interesting i would highly recommend you check that out but um okay so mind sensor is a two one with flash for three two generic one white and it's flying if an opponent would search a library that player searches the top four cards of that library instead all right that's actually a really interesting a pretty spicy little um piece of text because you would be amazed at how often we search our libraries we do it all the time and so to all of a sudden be limited to just four that is really really rough um, especially in like a game of commander where tutors are going to be a clutch element and a lot of the time you have narrow tutors because you know, okay, I'm going to spend this to get this exact card. Well, all of a sudden, like, you better have that card in the top four. Otherwise, there's no, you just won't hit it. And that's going to be a dead, uh, dead tutor. The other thing is, like, four cards is so limited. This might as well say players can't search their libraries. Like, it's not quite there, but it's almost there. Like, almost you know, if it did say target player can't search the library, well, that would just be Ashiok Dream Render, so we know how that goes. It's a, it is out there, it is available, it's that 
effect exists on a three drop no less so all right that that's it that's cool i guess that's its own thing there are actually a couple others that i believe restrict searching of libraries um but not only does that impact tutors like demonic tutor diabolic tutor um vampiric tutor etc etc worldly tutor uh, name it you you know that yeah it also impacts really basic ramp spells that we use all the freaking time like this touches rampant growth now if you have a basic land in the top four which is probably more likely than most other card types you'd be going for then in a lot of decks anyway not i mean but even so like all of a sudden that really like this guy needs to be taken care of the moment it hits the board because that is a fundamental mechanic that we use a lot that just completely like it doesn't completely shut it off but it practically shuts it off um the other although the one thing that this doesn't touch is it doesn't touch the shuffling that occurs after that library has been checked so you do only look at the top four cards if the card you need is in there great if it's not well all right if there is another card within those four that satisfy the requirements of whatever tutor you're using, then you can get that instead, I guess. So it's not completely, so it's not a total whiff, but um, all the same, like it, this is going to cause a lot of tutors to be just complete and total whiffs. And that's a feel bad moment if I ever, yeah, if I ever saw one. And it was just that uncommon. That's just, that's lovely. That's super fun. Now, the, the other issue with this particular card, so it, it, it does cost three to drop, and it does restrict an element of the game that may or may not be valuable to your opponent. Like, there are a lot of effects that do leverage searching the library. It's very common. Um, however, it's not universal you know there are a lot of a lot of people who don't now in situations where a card like fabled passage is legal um all of a sudden that becomes a lot more valuable i would like in in commander especially like this is something that i could imagine now i'm not an aficionado of competitive um commander you know cedh as it's known i am certainly not but i can imagine there being some situations where even mind sensor is valuable because of the number of times your opponents will want to search their library to find their answers um yeah because i mean i mean flash recently got banned because of the protean hulk flash combo because it allowed you to search your library like at instant speed for two for creatures with up to six total converted mana costs and just put them straight onto the battlefield um you know it was an exploitation of those two cards for sure but even so now the reason that that was busted is because it allowed you to search your library for a lot of stuff and put it directly into play well even mind sensor would completely shut that off now granted it, it does it does drop at three and if your opponent has the protein hulk flash combo in their hand they're going to get it down before you have a chance to resolve the mind sensor so it's not, you know, not really valuable necessarily, but in a game where they don't have it in their hand ready to go, well, all of a sudden this is one way to turn it off. You know, make sure that your opponent can't get their clutch combo pieces in all likelihood, because if they're trying to search through a library of 90 cards, you know, well, searching only four is all of a sudden a really dramatic change. That's cool. Now, it's also a two power flyer. So there's a chance that you can just beat your opponent down and win the game that way, so that's neat. But it does only have one toughness. 
So it's super, super squishy, um, which I think is good. You know, to be honest, from a design and balance perspective, hate bears like this, I prefer them to be kind of squishy. And when I say hate bear, what I mean is a relatively small creature, usually a 2-2, but not always. Um, sometimes they're 2-1s, sometimes they're 1-2s, but they're designed to hose one particular strategy or one particular mechanic. And um, just they just hate on your opponent for playing with those mechanics. Even Mind Sensor hates tutors, just hates on tutors. He's, you know, he's all about about stopping the um yeah stopping the well-educated from sharing their knowledge apparently and uh yeah well mind sensor that actually makes a lot of sense now that i think about it that i love the flavor in this game <laughs> i love how there are so many little things where like mind sensor is such a weird um, it's such a weird name, but when you think of the fact that searching through your library is referred to as a tutor effect, it's clearly knowledge. It's sharing information. So if this is capable of stopping that, it is censoring the mind. It is limiting what you can access. It's letting some of it through, but not all of it. It's stopping the majority of it. That's really interesting. I like that. That's a cool, like, that's a big, big time flavor win in my in my opinion, I like that a lot. And the other cool thing about that is searching through the library is not officially called tutoring. Like that's not anywhere in the rules. Like at least I'm not, I don't believe it is. You know, that's a colloquialism, that's slang that we've used for that particular effect because of former cards. And Wizards has leaned into it, you know, so there a lot of the time on cards that allow you to search the library, there's a reference to tutoring or um, gaining knowledge you know that's very common you know they lean into that they've accepted that oh that's the flavor of this mechanic well if it hoses if a card hoses that mechanic well what's the flavor it's like oh we're stopping that from happening so we're censoring the mind i love it i just i absolutely love it but in general i like my as i was saying i, I really prefer my hate bears to be kind of squishy because if it is going to have an impact that's that dramatic on the game that is going to cut off a complete mechanic from you know your opponent just no longer has access to it that's vicious and so you need to be able to interact with it you need to be able to shut it down as the person who's getting getting hosed um, the other thing that's really cool about it is it's asymmetrical which is not something that we see in white very often it so it's if an opponent would search a library that player searches the top four cards of that library instead you get to go willy-nilly all inside of your library for whatever it doesn't doesn't care you can search for anything you can crack that fetch land all day because it's all good um, the other thing that the other card that i think combos with this really really beautifully that i love um, which you can combo with Ashiok Dream Render for better effect, but I love Wishclaw Talisman. I absolutely adore that card. I think it's phenomenal. If you are in Arena right now, I highly recommend at least giving it a whirl, at least in the play queue. If you don't want to risk your rank on it, I get that. That's fine. But seriously, give it a whirl. It's a lot of fun. And uh, I have found in the times when I have handed my opponent a Wishclaw Talisman, they almost never crack it because they're afraid of me getting it back. And it's just that's so cool like the dynamic in that situation is great but if you have an Avon mind sensor or an Ashraf dream render or something else that restricts the searching of libraries you can crack a dream claw talisman on turn three you get a demonic tutor you can grab anything you want out of your library and you'll still have at least two mana up to actually cast whatever you just grabbed if it fits and you're handing your opponent a two cmc artifact with a black activated ability on it 
that is useless. Yeah, black activated ability, and all it says is, you know, like, pay one. Or no, it's a, it's a colorless activated ability. Pay one, tap it, remove a counter, hand this back to your opponent. Like, that's all it says. So it's completely and totally useless. Um, anyway, so... I love the idea of restricting searching your old library. It's a it's a mechanic that we do way more than we realize. Effects that leverage it are all over the place. And so Mind Sensor is one of those cards that like at first glance you think, eh, it's not that great, I guess. But then when you really think about all the different times that you find yourself searching and shuffling, actually, you know what? Like this little guy has can have a really significant impact on the game because that it goes from a very large stack of cards to a really really thin one. And so it I mean it practically shuts down search effects, practically. But there's enough of a chance that your opponent might be willing to roll the dice if they're as a desperation move, which is also really cool because if Ashiok Dream Render's down, they're not going to crack their fetch land. They just won't, because it, it will never work. Unless they forget that it's there, because um, passive abilities on Planeswalkers are easy to forget about. But if if they're aware of it, if they're playing around it appropriately, they will not crack that fetch land ever, because it'll never, ever work. The ability will feel, fizzle immediately. But with Avian Mind Sensor, there's a chance. Maybe you'll get what you need. And your opponent might be willing to roll those dice if they're if they aren't particularly risk averse, and that could be a lot of fun to watch, and that could lead to a lot of really cool gameplay moments. And I I dig that. I like cards that do that. You know, you get the value, you get the effect, but you still get, there's a, there's a little glimmer of hope, a little glimmer of of opportunity that your opponent might want to take advantage of. I love that. I think that's great. All right, guys, thank you so much for hanging out. This has been a pleasure. I stream over on Twitch, Twitch.tv/hamhocks42. You can go check that out, and you can also check out this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on YouTube. Thank you so much for hanging out. And uh, I will catch you next time.